Yeah, so uh, just prepare to... Uh, it, it'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fired. That train is off the track. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. Just prepare to. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch Welcome Pacers fans, you are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is March 12th, 2023, and this is episode 639. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm your host, Joey Gofrida, the man behind the dials. This show, we're going to discuss a 2-1 and one week of Pacers basketball with games against Philadelphia, Houston, and Detroit. Joining me this show is one of our three analysts, still coast-to-coast, like buttered toast. From the high school home of Jameson Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Undebeatable? Uh, shout out to Harper and, and Colson, who are MIA this week. Uh, and in honor of Colson, I want to also give a shout out to the theater. Uh, mm. Jill and I took in a performance at the Kennedy Center last night uh, into Ooh. the woods. It was very fun. And uh, yeah, that's it's good to be out in a group of people and laugh and uh, yeah, see live theater. It's cool. It's a good time. Nice. Nice. What's the what's the synopsis of the I'm not familiar with this one. Is it a so, fairy tale or yeah, so it's kind of like a mashup of all of the fairy tales, and okay. there's like a curse that needs to be reversed, and then uh, they reverse the curse, but then in doing so, they uh, kill a giant, and then the mm. giant's wife comes back and wreaks havoc in Act 2, and uh, <laughs> then they have to... Come to, I forgot how dark the second act is. It's actually pretty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first act is very funny and lighthearted and all this stuff, and then the second act is uh, dealing with the reality. Uh, is it, it's kind of like uh, the premise is kind of like uh, what would happen after the oh sure. everybody lives happily ever after uh, right, of a right. fairy tale right so except for the ones that died right exactly yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. yeah. So it's it's pretty it's clever. The music is is good, upbeat. And yeah. Whatnot, so nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna give a shout out to a non-listener. I hope she doesn't listen. She's too young for this show. This show. My my niece Frankie went to her birthday party today. Shout out. I'm guessing, which is probably popular with the young ladies of today. Uh, it was uh, a lot of Wednesday from the Adams family stuff going on there. So interesting. Yeah. So well, there's like a Netflix show. Uh, mm. If you've seen that, but yeah, I have not. But, uh, no. 
Well, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think it's been out for maybe a couple months or so, but uh, I think it, it really caught on with the uh, with well, just you know, people in general. But but also, I think you know, young girls are around the age of the uh, uh, of Wednesday. So very cool I, cake. <clears throat> I haven't been depressed about how old I am lately. How old is Frankie? Uh, she's ten. <laughs> okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I feel great. So. She yeah it was it you know she's old enough that when her friend came over they they uh, went you know they went into her room to I'm assuming gossip and they shut the door okay. and you had to knock before going in so <laughs> but which is I mean understandable but also like you know I'm not used to you know you have the you know they're little they're little people now mm-hmm. so anyway shout out Frankie shout out happy birthday. Double digits. <laughs> Before we get into the rest of the show, we'd like to remind listeners they can support the longest-running Pacers podcast by heading over to patreon.com slash undefeatables, and you can support us for as little as a dollar per month. Well, Jason, we had three games of uh, Pacers basketball week. First one was against Philadelphia Monday, March 6th. This is at home at the Gainbridge Fieldhouse. They lose this one 147-143. Uh, I think there were some standout performances from Tyrese Halliburton. 39 points, 16 assists. Uh, Joel Embiid, uh, uh, not too shabby, 42. And Harden had 14 points and 20 assists. And this one also... Will Farrell and uh, 50 Cent were in the house. Well, that was kind of cool. Will Farrell got to drive the, uh, you know, the the race car out into the floor mm. um, to start the game. So I saw that it was getting shared around on our Slack. What? Why were Will Farrell and 50 I, Cent at the game? My, I don't know. I guess I don't understand why 50 Cent was there. I think Will Farrell is like doing. I think he's doing like a documentary, like as a cross country thing. Oh, I was okay. reading something. He's he was in Iowa doing some. I don't know. He was in, like been just kind of like a road tripping around with a another SNL alum, and um, I think they've been just kind of you know goofing around and and uh, you know being funny across the country is 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 what I was taking that for. So hmm. so, but yeah, this game Pacers do lose this one, and it was mostly Philly most of the time. Um, but we had some good standout performances uh, from a couple a couple players on the Pacers side. Game two. This was th- was it Thursday, March 9th. Pacers at home against the Houston Rockets, and they win this one in overtime, one thirty four, one twenty five. I think the big news was one um, Halliburton twenty nine points, but also sets his. His career high, 19 assists in this game. And uh, getting a good performance out of Miles Turner. 21 points, Buddy Heald dropping 17. And Jordan Wara off the bench with 18 points. And last game of the week was last night as we record Saturday, March 11th. Versus the Detroit Pistons in Detroit. And... Pacers win 
this game was sort of sort of back and forth. The Pacers were, were trying to give it away, like, you know, I'd say maybe midway through the, you know, sort of midway through the, the, the fourth or so. It was starting to, you know, that Detroit would go on these big runs, and, and then the Pacers just put it away. This was, I mean, Detroit's not great, but Pacers were without Halliburton, McConnell, Turner, and Matherin. And it was basically a bunch of a young pace. Well, they're they're already young, but even younger pacer dudes. I guess also you're getting you're getting actual minutes out of uh, James Johnson and George Hill. So it's these uh, unproven guys and the old dudes uh, out there. But they win this one, uh, you know, with a, a decent margin. I think the, the standout was uh, Isaiah Jackson, who's from from the Detroit area. He gets 19 points and 11 rebounds, plus two blocks. Uh, Nemhard, 19 points, 8 assists. Jalen Smith off the bench, 20 points and 9 rebounds. Pacers are also playing them, not to scoop you, Jason, but they're doing uh, the uh, back-to-back uh, against Detroit. They're just staying up there, playing Monday night as well. So um, hopefully you know, hopefully, you, know you, you make it two in a row in their place and um, they learn their lesson. But Also, uh, Corey Joseph is in Detroit. <laughs> Shout out. Don't hear it. Yeah. I love Shout Corey out, Joseph. Yeah. 12 points. It was a, a fun-ish week of basketball. Uh, yeah, I think the yeah. Pacers, you know, try their best to uh, give give Detroit a chance to win that game. Uh, it sounds like they're going to try again on Monday as, again, Halliburton, Turner, and McConnell will be out. Uh, and... Uh, Matherin also out so the, we should note the reason Matherin's out is in that Houston game early on he uh, rolled an ankle pretty bad had to get carried off mm. the, the floor um, and no word on timeline he's definitely already been rolled out for Monday's game though so um, hopefully he recovers soon sort of his first big yeah. injury of uh or I guess not. It's not even that big of an injury, but injury that will cause him to miss multiple games. So, uh, shout out to him. Otherwise, yeah, it was the week of uh, Tyrese Halliburton dishing out a mm-hmm. grand total of thirty-six assists. Um, and that Houston game uh, was super interesting. Pacers mostly in control most of the game, and then Houston actually makes a brilliant comeback, like down the stretch. Mm-hmm. They're very active, can can get up and down the floor and cause problems. And their number one draft pick, Jabari Smith, hit a turnaround, fadeaway, three-pointer, basically at the buzzer to tie the game and send it into overtime. Uh, but then uh, Mr. Halliburton proceeded to score 12 points in the overtime and just cooked, just cooked the Rockets to get the win. Uh, it was it was super fun to watch. Um Definitely getting your money's worth uh, with the free basketball there. So, um, yeah, yeah. I always, I always feel like it's wild when there's like a big Im- imbalance in the OT period because it's so short. Mm-hmm. You know, but Pacers d- dropped 19 in in overtime to Houston's 10, and you know it's nice to be on this side of it for once. You know, a, a blowout OT win. Yeah, typically you know, if you score they, ten points in an overtime, you're in pretty good shape. But. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if it tells you anything about the Pacers. Uh, the end of the game, Pacers scored nineteen in overtime and seventeen in the fourth quarter. So, 
Yeah, that's right. yeah it just went ice cold, basically, uh, from <laughs> all over the court, uh, especially three-point range. Um, but yeah, I thought it was good effort. I didn't catch uh, either the uh, Detroit game or the Philly game, so I don't have a lot to add there. But uh, <laughs> it was a pretty hilarious moment in the post-game press conference. Uh, a reporter asked uh, Halliburton, why they couldn't stop uh philadelphia how, how they let them score 147 points on them and he basically was like they have joel Embiid. uh yeah he's pretty effing good so uh not much we could do about that yeah yeah and and with uh, uh um i don't know miles turner only played 17 minutes that game and you know, we don't have a whole lot. Of t- we, I mean, nobody has a whole lot of guys that could match up with him well, let alone, you know, with with Miles Turner uh, not playing a ton. You know, he fouled out that game, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's just just difficult when you got one, you know, basically your best chance at a matchup uh, gets in foul trouble, then you're, you're kind of you're up a creek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, really, yeah, it's hard to tell if this was just no defense being played or a flawless offensive um, uh, execution on both sides. I mean, both teams shoot north of, uh, you know, almost 59% from the range. Uh, Only 11 turnovers for the Sixers and 9 for the Pacers. Um, Yeah, just both teams shoot... (laughs) Philly shoots nearly 50% from three-point range as a team. Pacers are north of 40% as a team. So, yeah. Pretty impressive yeah. uh, offensive basketball there. Absolutely. <clears throat> it should also be said That's now exciting. with this 2 and one week and uh, our favored uh, Washington Wizards going on a three-game skid. The Pacers are now only uh, a half a game behind the Bulls for the 10th spot uh, in the standings. So dangerously close to getting into the playing tournament um, and perhaps sneaking their way into the playoffs. You know, from what we've heard from the team, that is that is what they're trying to do. Um, you know, it's... You know, basketball references giving is it, them, you know, is it what they're trying to do? I, I, well, I think it depends who you talk to. I think you know whether the players, you know, the I think it's what some of the players would like to do. But there's also, you know, there's a lot of rest being given to to people, and uh, you know, I don't know that the 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 up the higher ups are going to let this happen. So, uh, well, there's, there's there's been a lot of rest. I think actions speak a lot louder than words. Yeah, you're exactly right. And the fact that you rest uh, Halliburton two games in a row against Detroit and Turner and McConnell uh, right. when you already have injury troubles with uh, Matherin, I think is says a lot to me about what the what the goal <laughs> was, here is. I was uh, watching. Uh, you know, there was a. With David Benner's passing, there was, um, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, information and, and interviews about that. And I was watching one of those uh, a couple of days ago and, and, you know, sort of brought up in the middle of that was, was uh, 
the game the Pacers were, were playing that day. And, and uh, what really caught, you know, it, the whole thing was, was very nice. You know, it was very, very uh, touching, uh, you know, discussion about Benner and, and, you know, what he meant to the team and everyone around him. And it was great. But in the middle of that, you know, they were, they were Carlisle was like, you know, we're saying, you know, we're going to try and go up there and, you know, honor him with the win tonight, which they didn't. Uh, but also he's like, but, you know, sort of mentioned Halliburton. He's like, oh, he's got this uh, calf thing, you know, mm-hmm. just this very nondescript. Uh, uh, yeah, he's not playing. He's not playing tonight. Um, well, he did have a calf thing like a week ago. Yeah. And he like played the next game or whatever. So. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, interesting. The coming up this week, the Pacers play, have three games again. As you mentioned, Monday at Detroit, uh, and then Thursday at Milwaukee. Uh, who is on a tear again? I believe no, they're well, they're the best team in the Eastern Conference. So there's that, yeah. uh, and then Saturday. Back home again to play the Sixers. Try to get some sweet revenge. <clears throat> and that's before going out on a, the last four-game road trip of the season the following week. So what do you think? At Detroit, yeah. at Milwaukee, home to Philly. Where you predicting you know, I'm, there? I'm looking, you know, I'm looking and kind of thinking of what, what these teams have to play for. So it's... It's, uh, you said Milwaukee, Philly, and what was the last one? Detroit. First game is at Detroit. De- oh, de- right, right, right. Yeah, the Detroit. So Detroit, Detroit's, they've been gutted for a long time. They have nothing to play for. They don't have anything, like, not even pride at this point. They're past <laughs> that, right? Like, um, but I don't think, I don't think the Pacers can sit enough players to lose that game, mm. no matter what. You know, we tried that, and, uh, that experiment failed. The other two, though, you know, I think that the, you know, the, these guys, the, you know, Milwaukee and Philadelphia are, are not in the business of losing games. You know, they're uh, Milwaukee's eight and two in their last ten, and, and Philadelphia's seven and three. I think they're going to put up a good fight, um, but I do think that we can take one of those. So I'll take, um, I'll take uh, two in one week. Wow, for the Pacers. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, Milwaukee's going to roll us, and Philly, we have a hard time stopping. Yeah, so we do. Uh, I mean, I guess we, we have a hard time stopping anybody, but um, that's true. They get up 147 points last time. Yep. Yeah, that's, I'm looking um, at a 0 and 3 week here. Okay. I feel like yeah, we didn't. You know our strategy of sitting everyone the first time we played the the pistons typically you do that so you can bring other guys back for the second game and then the, the you know the team other team hasn't seen where you're bringing at them but now they've seen it all they can watch all the film and adjust and all that good stuff so you know what though yeah we do so you know i feel like the pacers surprise us often where you, you, you like like you say that you know you sit the guys bring them back and they, they come back stronger but you know, those are the games that we we lose those games. You're like, all right, mm. we'll bring out the big guns, and then we we, we lose those games. So, sure. But I still, I still think I think that I already made my, you know, my my pick. So I'm sticking with it. Let's throw. All right, um, 
We're going to get uh, I think we should pick for the other two guys. Who okay. do you think Cole, who do you think Colson would go for? Three Col- in a week? Colson's riding high after this uh yeah, back-to-back, you know, wins against Houston okay. and Detroit. So he's he's going 3-0. You know. Uh, like they, they've turned the corner, right? Yeah, exactly. Now we might as well just get in, and we're we're you know scratching at the play in. Just give us a chance. Just get us in there. Yeah, we can, you know, play against uh, Milwaukee in the first round of the playoffs. Be great. Uh, and then let's see. Harper is a bit more pessimistic. He's probably a one and two. He's probably uh, yeah. Well, it's like he's a combination of pessimistic and op- optimistic. He, he, we're gonna drop the Detroit game, but beat Milwaukee and Philly. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I like that. That's a strong pick, Harper. I like that. Yep. He's always yeah. Always makes a bold, bold pick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as long as uh, you know, against Detroit, we can keep Isaiah Livers eating Johnson uh, <laughs> off the scoreboard. <laughs> He had 18 against us uh, on Saturday. Yeah. Isaiah Livers. I've never seen anybody with the last name Livers. Have you? No. Okay. No, not even, you know, plus it's plural, which makes it weirder. <laughs> if it was just liver, I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't make me squirm, but. Isaiah Liver. And who's this uh, Magruder? Is that the guy? Yeah. That's him. Detroit, seven guys in double figures against us on Saturday. They really spread it around. It's team play. They did, yeah. Sure did. Normally you see a win when that stuff happens, but uh, something else this time. Nah. I'm trying to... Right on. You got any uh, stats of the week? We're we're only going to do one show this week since we're uh, shorthanded. You had stats of yeah. the week you want to tell us? I do, and I, 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 was, I was sad that I missed this last week, but I think that it, it might even make more sense this week hmm. um, because, because you're here with me. And um, this week, my stat of the week is about a song that has been very popular in my household you know, off and on. This you know, the song comes and goes, but but right now it's big, and it's the the uh, the Muppet song, the Manamana song. Mm, okay. I thought of you also because one of the one of the uh, Muppet movies you and I went to go take in many years ago. Yeah, um, and I and it's been it's been a long time before that. You know, before I seen one, and uh, yeah, I think it was I the sequel assuming... to the new. The new ones, it was the one with Tina Fey, right? And the Russians. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which was, it was, it was, it was very fun. Yeah. Um, but but uh, so yeah, so the song that is often in, in Muppet movies is so. Are you aware of like the history of this song? No. Or so yeah, so I was just kind of you know interested in it, and Catherine actually did a little research and. Um, uh, set me down a, a little bit of a path, and so the song it's Menomina, and so the Muppets are the ones that sort of you know that everyone I think generally associates w- with it, but it's not their song, at least not originally. 
Mm. And it was from um, an Italian Italian musician. Um, let's see. His name was uh, Piero Umil- Umiliani. And he was doing scores for uh, films in the 60s and 70s. And uh, including from the article... Uh, in the 60s and 70s, including spaghetti westerns and softcore sex films. Mm. But the uh, Menomina song uh, originally appeared in a steamy film about Swedish sexuality. <laughs> so there's a clip. Uh, there's, a, there's a clip in there, and it's, I mean, there's nothing like, you know, filthy, but, you know, it's it's girls like in a, in a sauna uh, in, in Sweden. <laughs> but they're... Uh, you know, it's on YouTube, but yeah, I mean, so it's the song in the background. You recognize the song, but they're, you know, it's a bunch of girls, you know, in, in you know, swimsuits in, in a sauna. Uh, <laughs> and then not, so not long after that, I, here's the thing. This is like the leap that I don't get. The the So that was in 1968 was okay. when that came out. And in 1969, so the next year there was a version of that song done on the Muppet show. And I don't know, there's like a, a leap there and I, it didn't. So like the song was from a movie. So it wasn't like it was a, you know, a, a pop song. Like mm-hmm. that. You mm-hmm. would, so somehow in that year, somebody I'm guessing had seen that or picked up the soundtrack or something. And then the sketch started on the Muppet show and um, you know it's funny, and it's the the first one was with these sort of uh, more generic uh, Muppets, um, and it, you know you've got a, a goofy uh, sort of a the two two uh, singing uh, you know girl Muppets, and they're they're a little more serious about their performance, and then the goofy uh, male um, who's you know kind of doing kind of the same thing that you know we've seen since then but it was like with like sort of you know human-esque um puppets okay and then and then in, in it looks like 1976 version they they read it again and that's when they, they had they they called the snoths like mm-hmm. the pink ones with the horns right sure and that's when uh, those those you know got involved and the 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 word snoth is uh, it's snout and mouth because that's what they have for the, okay. their faces. Um. So then, yeah, then then basically they they switched over to uh, to those characters, and it, and it's become a little bit more, um, you know, over time it's become a little bit more, um, you know, goofy and and uh, a little right. bit more outlandish. Yeah, it's just a silly because, silliness. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but All yeah, right. the song's so, been around for fifty years. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So either somebody on the Muppet Show staff watched that movie and was like, "Oh, that's a clever hook." Okay. Mm-hmm. Imagine Muppets singing that. <clears throat> or maybe they were like friends with uh, mm. this Italian guy. He was. Uh, just playing him some music at his house or something like that being like oh mm-hmm. here's here's some uh the latest stuff i've been working on or maybe he was just shopping it around to anybody who would take it you know sure 
we got a what's the guy's name Uliari something like that yeah Uh, Piero Umiliani Umiliani Uh, yeah yeah. we gotta track that guy down and ask him yeah but yeah apparently that was his most famous song uh, so yeah it's a banger I've seen, you know, there's there was one, um, a cake did a, you know, cake cake did a version of that song, which was oh really, which I really enjoyed, yeah. Huh. It's got their sort of you know, their style on it, but I really like it. And yeah, every time I hear it, you know, it uh, gets you know gets stuck in stuck in the head for a very long time. Yes, but it does entertain. It's interesting, too. yeah. Ethan hasn't caught on to that one. He more prefers the. Uh... <clears throat> There's a song from the the Jason Segel like reboot Muppets movie. I don't know if you've seen that one. So it was like kind of the Mm-mm. the first one before the one that we went and saw. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a song in that. I think it's called "Everything Is Great." But yeah, mm. we uh, so he'll just belt that out randomly, which is pretty <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah, uh, my boy's not quite. Uh... You know he's singing a little bit of songs, but but the uh, the one that that really you know tickles me is the uh, when the Sesame Street theme song comes on, he just kind of puts his hands up in the air, <laughs> uh, like he just doesn't care because That's he awesome. doesn't. But, <laughs> but and this is the new uh, Sesame Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is uh, which I like. It's funny. Yeah, yeah it's it's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's funny too. There's like slow motion, and it it's uh, it's fun. Yeah, it's funny coming back to the things that you know, you know, I watched as a child. They're still around, and they're you know updated. Yeah. There's a there's a character. I don't. There's a character named Smarty who's a smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't come across that yet. We don't watch yeah. it that often. So. Yeah, I mean we we don't we don't watch a ton. But there, in our house, there's um, on the TV. There's there's uh, it's basketball, soccer, or Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah, ah, same here. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you got for for uh, this show? I got nothing. Nope. Okay. Uh, shout out to Xavier Musketeers who got a three seed in the uh, NCAA nice. bracket. Good luck to them this week. Uh, I believe they're playing in Greensboro, North Carolina. Fortunately, we're going to Orlando, so I can't make the trek. Mm. Um, not that I would have anyway, but you know. Uh, so shout out to them. And the Hoosiers are playing somebody i forget who they're they're a four seed same uh sub bracket or whatever as as oh yeah maybe we'll meet them in the regional final who 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 hoosiers purdue got a number one seed shout out to them yeah do you guys do a pool at work no i guess because nobody can collect money i guess right no, I guess we could like, yeah, Venmo or whatever. But uh, no, like people, you know, 
I, you know, in IT, it's all over the place. Sometimes there's, you know, you get your sports nuts, but I mean, I think more often than not, the places I've worked in general, there are not a lot of like sports fans. So. Right. Uh, but you know it's all over the place there's some people uh you know work with people who are big basketball fans and that was that was great and then other other people were like oh sports ball right so nothing doing there all right well we'll be back with you next week and Assuming, uh, I'm assuming Colson gets his chores done in time because uh, <laughs> if he doesn't, I think there's going to be some uh, some heck to pay. Until then, you can find us on social media. We're on Twitter at Undebeatables. We're on Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables. Our website is TheUndebeatables.com. There's a contact form there. You can use that to send us a message and email us shout out at the unbeatables.com and our website slash store you can find a small t-shirt or maybe two <laughs> and for the architect donnie walsh and our once and always hall of fame coach bobby slick leonard turn out the lights the party's over manamana <laughs> Oh man, I like the I like the like stutter step you gave there. Mm. It's just completely random at this point. There's no forethought. There's no afterthought. <laughs> There's no really not any thought at all. It just you know it just it just runs through you. You know you're just the vessel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs>